0: hello
1: Hello. hi how are you i'm katie i'm sabrina and this is is
0: the our way podcast i love that (laughs) i wasn't facing the mic oh wait oh neither of us
1: facing the mic
0: Alright. Should we do that again? But soon <laughs> should we just leave it? <laughs> honestly, I think they got it at this point. Um, but I was watching a video on so I got a new computer. I'll get got into the co- whole uh-huh. credit card thing. Um and this girl she did a sound thing. Mm-hmm. Like she sat in the closet and like yeah. did a little thing yeah. and I was like, Oh, yep. Yep. <laughs> cool, cool, say no more, say no more. Yeah. um but yeah so i've always been a person who is like no credit cards yeah if you don't have it don't spend it yes savings even though it's really hard to build the savings <laughs> if you're not yes. investing yes so as i've talked to a lot of people behind the chair <laughs> i decided to get a credit card Woo! right so a couple of days ago i got one uh this is how the universe works uh-huh. isn't that crazy so I got one and uh the Apple one. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you get money back for spending money just by simply no. using the card instead of your debit card. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let me see it yes. and I'll <laughs> believe it. So I'm like, if that's how a credit card works, I'll do it. Because yeah. I'll just like Make buy people. my groceries, like hey, do my normal things. Right that's
1: the way you're supposed to use it, is right. pay it back right away.
0: So that so that was the plan. And then We were taking all these photos yesterday. We were doing all this stuff for the podcast. Really Mm -hmm. getting excited. Also, you know what I'm about to say. Go ahead. Like. Help us out. Subscribe. Share. Review. Comment. Review. Share with your friends. Tell your mom. Mm -hmm. Like, we want this to just, you know, be something. Because, like, we share so much helpful, helpful information whenever... I watch the videos, like, I watch a lot of fucking videos for no reason. Um, <laughs> but they're like, you need to find, like, your niche. If you're a podcast starting out, I'm like, we're not starting out. Yeah, we've been doing it for a year. It. We're good now. Yeah, well we have we, our it, niche. Like, yeah, we have, our like, our our way. Mm-hmm. Of, whoa. Yeah,
1: it's true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's the
0: whole thing. And so, I'm like, and I love, like, what it's about. And, like, the people who do listen, they're gaining stuff from it. And they mm-hmm. tell us that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like other people can have that. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and share that wealth. Yes. Um anyway, back to my story. Okay. <laughs> so credit card uh yeah so yesterday we were doing all this stuff for the podcast and we came to the conclusion that we can't be speaking into the ass end of this ipad which we knew
1: we knew that was gonna be a thing right that was a
0: circle (laughs) like the audio you know at the beginning of this yeah
1: finally because like and then we had a lot going on there for a second like you were had the two you were doing two jobs and then i was leaving a job like then we're
0: finally all right here we are we're in a place that we can do this we can put more money into it like let's go fine and like and we have we make time. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. we we have time to dedicate to well, it. Well, I, mean, I mean, I mean more so, like, financials Yeah, right. situation, you know what I mean? Because um, it's like, we spend but the we'll, time... Yeah, we make
1: the time no matter what.
0: ...thinking about it, and it's like, okay, well, let's just do it. What yeah. the fuck, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, anyway, found myself uh, at the Apple store yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, i like... Easy breezy, dude. Yeah. Literally, I ordered this thing on my phone. Yeah. Laying in the bed, and you picked it and up, and it was like, okay, be here between five thirty, five forty-five. I got there at like five twenty, cause that's the type of gal that I am, and I just scanned my phone, and they, and they handed said, oh, me here a bag, it is. and I was like, okay, well, listen to the podcast. He's like, yes. <laughs> I was like, no, no, we just record a podcast, and I have an iPad Pro, but. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not using it right, but you know yeah, what? It doesn't yeah. matter. It's not going to be a waste of money. This
1: thing has gotten us through a lot.
0: Seriously, because after I learned that the camera that I bought for, like, a hobby, <laughs> uh, which I do enjoy, I just need to dedicate yeah, time exactly. to, like the always. pictures take them to themselves. Yeah. Sabrina and I, like, we were both like, what? We just had, like, the, the phone as the camera, as, like, the, the shutter clicker. Yeah. So uh, be on the lookout for new photos, new yes. posts. We're we're upgrading, we're making, updating,
1: making everything right, getting the ball rolling. Yes, there yes. It is. I'm so a credit little card, brain dead. Yeah, credit mm-hmm.
0: card, credit card. Uh-huh. Um, it was like a thousand dollar limit or whatever. Computers like <laughs> nine ninety nine yes. or eighty two a month. I'm like, yo, sign me up. Like, let's do that. Yes. And mind you, a couple days ago, I just got this Apple credit card. And so, on the checkout, it's like, oh, if you pay with Apple, whatever... Uh, you get money back. You get money back, or whatever. And so, literally, I didn't I didn't spend a dime on the credit card. I literally just, like, mm-hmm. had it on my phone. And so, I used it, like, all of the balance. I even got a little adapter or whatever. <laughs> and um, so, it, like, wipes it clean, and then... A couple hours later I check it and it's like, oh, this payment isn't due until like next month, but here's what the payment is. And like the circle's like lighting up blue mm-hmm. and it said 32. And so I was like, cool. Okay, let me let me pay that. So I right paid yeah. I paid the total balance, so the 85 whatever. And mm-hmm. then in my Apple Wallet they they put like $32 into that. Mm-hmm. And that you can transfer <laughs> into your bank account. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, so literally in reality, I'm just spending 50 something a month mm-hmm. for this computer just because I'm going through the l- credit card. Because my... <laughs> he finally got a credit card. You guys, if you didn't know about credit cards, that's how they work. <laughs> I had to see, I had to go through it myself.
1: Katie's okay, like, now I agree.
0: I know what APR is. <laughs> I know what daily cash back is. I've seen it. Done. I did it. I was there. Oh,
1: God. That's so funny. yeah,
0: don't be scared. <laughs> um, but also if you're in debt, you should be scared. Yes, yes, yes. And pay that bitch on time because also at the end of the yeah, blue the circle, late payments is what gets it was you. like. It it had percentages. I was like, oh no, 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 no.
1: Yeah, because then like you yeah. pay it back in a certain amount of time. I don't want interest, any of that. And yeah, that goes to another level. You, you pay it right off the bat. So
0: basically, it's free.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like. What? Yeah, yes. That's, That's awesome. a
0: discount. I don't even use coupon. I, I'll buy everything full price. I, like, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't, I won't be like, oh, I can get this at Walmart cheaper. No. Yeah, no. I'm just going to get it at Publix. Like, <laughs> waste of money. I know. Oh, yeah. But... That's what it is. No, I go to Walmart and I go to Publix. That's it. I'll get my toilet paper, everything. I'm like Publix. Oh, my God. Publix is so expensive. The it toilet is. toilet paper is ridiculous. I walk out with two bags spending $100. bucks. i am like, what the fuck it did truly I buy? Is.
1: It truly is. Publix is really freaking expensive. It
0: is, but it's convenient. It's right next door. But, Everybody's friendly. But, <laughs> I don't <laughs> have to grab a cart. I'm not a cart shopper. Uh, yeah. So I'm 20. like, uh-uh. Um...
1: Besides that, what else happened? I'm dead. Like I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I didn't get much sleep yesterday, cause we had the photo shoot, which was so much fun. And then we finished that, and then I shuffled for so like from four o'clock till like seven o'clock. Like, and I was going. Like I just went.
0: I, my brain was just busy, uh, and then I drove no, to the mall. Physically tired. Yeah.
1: And then physically, I'm good. Came back and fell asleep on the couch. Slept here all freaking night. Slept right through the night, real nice. Yeah, Super I fell comfy. asleep
0: uh, with a plate that I ate eggs off of. <laughs> woke up at like midnight, sat around oh. for like an hour, got ready for bed, uh-huh. and then went to bed.
1: Yeah. I and wasn't. I, I up wish up I would have like gone five. to bed like at like ten o'clock. I would have been fine, but I didn't
0: fall asleep till like after midnight. I don't ever sleep through but, the night because then I was uh, up. No, I, then right again away. at five. Stayed up for a good like thirty, forty five minutes.
1: Once I'm asleep, I'm asleep. It's getting asleep sometimes. It like
0: gets. Oh me. no, I fall asleep mm-hmm. quick, but I don't lay down. Yeah.
1: Um and yeah and that's that and I've got the pictures from the photo shoot today to show you them from the Elev photo shoot Elevate or whatever. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And the I think photos. That's it.
0: Speaking of photos, I already told Sabrina this story. <sighs> Uh huh. But be careful with uh, airdrop. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> yes, we'll tell a story and then we'll go because we have the guests. <laughs> so yeah. we took a bunch of photos on the beach. If you it, okay, peep Sabrina's uh, Instagram and you have photo one of
1: yours too. You posted one. Yeah, What's your birthday post.
0: No, but like just your pro, her oh, profile picture. Oh. Yeah. And then yeah, I posted mine for my birthday. So but okay, so to get one good photo, you take a lot of photos. We know this. We get this. Okay. Exactly. So I'm at the beach, sun in my eyes, privacy screen, yo, like <laughs> select all airdrop, Sabrina, turn on your airdrop. Okay. Heard. heard, got it. Yep. And I don't know what the hell I pressed, but I guess it's sent to my group chat for the barbershop. <laughs> And nobody replied. Nobody said anything. So they
1: got all so, of my bikini pictures. All of them. To
0: Katie's workplace. All of them. Like a couple hundred. And so I'm at work. And like this was on a Sunday. I didn't go back to work till Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And but this happened like just this last week. So it's been like two weeks. Yep. And yeah, I'm sitting later. out back, like in between clients, <laughs> and I, we get a group chat like uh, message, and so I open it up and I see like I shared an album. <laughs> I'm like, "What? Wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> And they're all Sabrina's photos, ah! and so I'm like, I'm like, "Dude, nobody said anything." I was like, "I'm not going to say anything then." So I go back in. I'm cutting hair or whatever. I'm never going there. Yeah, and then like a couple clients later or something like that, like AirDrop comes up in a conversation, and I was like, "Yeah, you guys have out those photos that I accidentally talked to people." And then Patty's like, "Yeah, like I was gonna ask you about it." So it's like, "What was that?" I was like, "Dude." I'm literally, like, like barbershop's my- full. Clients there. All, all of us. It was the whole, I mean. The freedom, different poses, having, having a time at the beach, laughing dude. at it. Literally, because any conversation in a, bar- a barbershop is one whole conversation. Ah! So I was fucking dying. I was like, no way. I was oh, like. Oh, my God. Uh, at least you didn't get the ones Bree, too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's just, it's just an album of, of And they're, like, all married, so I but they're,
0: like, dude, like, I need to delete this shit on my right phone. like, right away. Like, they, like, hit delete real quick. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was so funny. I can't. I literally
1: can't. I'm never going there, and that's that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm never
0: going. Dude. Literally oh dying. Oh, my God.
1: But... We will, I guess, you in a yeah, we'll see you in a sec. We got a guest. We need to get, like, and... smooth
0: little transitions out here.
1: It's our Into way. Into the guest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> see you in a sec. Uh, love we'll you. see you in a second. love Bye. you. Bye. Oh, none of us had our hand on the, <laughs> you got it. All right. Hey, we're back with Sierra, finally. Um, we've this, I've tried to get her on for a couple weeks now and it just kind of kept missing each other so we're here and I'm finally happy to have you
2: (laughs) yeah I'm so happy to be here thank you I also believe like in divine timing and it is true we have been trying to link up for a while but it's also fair to say like so much has happened since then so I feel like this station is going to be so rich and so Mm -hmm. fresh it really have been more perfect timing so yeah
0: good yeah You need to feel good to talk and like, yeah,
1: it's 11, 11 also. So I'll just give you a quick second to introduce yourself um, and what you do.
2: Awesome. Okay. So my full name is Sierra Castro. I started shuffling about five years ago and then I started taking it a little bit more serious. I would say three and a half to four years ago. And that's when I felt my flow really start to settle in with myself as a dancer. So that is me with my movement. If we just take steps back from that, I feel like I've always been moving and dancing. I just come from a a family that moves to every type of sound. So I'm from South Texas, you know, Tejano, Mexican culture. You know, you love hearing the sounds of the song. Also, I believe this is worth mentioning, I was in band. So, when I hear music, I love hearing layers of sounds and songs, and that definitely applies to my dance today. And besides that, just to add on, I feel like I've always been in social media, just the nature of me kind of moving around a lot as a kid. I've always been plugged into my phone or tech, and I was vlogging pretty early on, and that carried over when I got into high school. I continued to just love social media apps. And then we get into college. I tried out for the cheerleading team, which is a great experience. I melted into the feeling of being in a collaborative environment. I loved the community aspect of it. And then I really started to step into the leadership roles and being able to be captain on that squad. I learned so much about myself and uh, it just transformed me as a teacher leader, all of the, all of the things and then I did graduate with my business marketing degree, which ties in with my love for creating and social media. And I just love being a heart aligned marketer, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. authentic ethical marketing. That's really what I love to do. And right now I just apply that into my personal brands because why not? That's really the question of my life. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> that is me. I currently live. I was born and raised in Texas, currently live in Austin, still dancing. You can find me on social media and that is pretty much it, I believe. Yeah.
1: Um, and so I want to get in because I originally contacted you a while back about you know, a post you made about being a content creator and right. like having that as a full-time job um, and how some people don't take it seriously. So before we like move into everything else, I just want to go back to that because being a content creator has become such a big job to, like, a lot of people and, like, like people, even, like, Katie's a barber and so, like, she has to create new content and things that will grab people's attention and I feel like it's just a new space that people don't necessarily understand. So, um, just maybe a little bit more about how you do make a living off of content creation and how you look at it and how you view
2: it. Right, so that, this whole process of content creation and the word influencing has been new to me, um, I believe when I first started to get called an influencer I was like wait what I'm an influencer and you know with number wise I guess I was. And then I feel like Tiktok introduced this compartment this idea of being a creator, and then you started to see people get monetized for their posts and creations. Once again I really started seeing that flow happen with Tiktok they created that creator fund that people have budgets now to have access to, and now we see Instagram following suit with that so. I feel the industry is so new; it's being birthed, and it's a very interesting time. And I even have kids now ask me how to be an influencer, and that's crazy to me. That can actually be a career that you succeed off of. I mean, we clearly see so many people doing that. When it comes to this, though, um, it there's so much to it. I, I'm even seeing a bunch of TikToks. You know, it's a it's a whole market on TikTok of people selling the idea of how to content create. But there's so much to it. So Today, I'm managing myself. I'm the complete admin for all of my work. Yes, the creation process is so fun, but you have to be strategic. You have to think about the first three seconds of your video. You have to face your camera. You have to understand how your video is going to crop so it doesn't blow up on your feed. There's all these little things that you think about that the consumer won't even think about, but um, it is about the consumer. So there is part of, there is a piece of the pie that you are making that viral content. Um, So finding that balance for me has been key as far as like, yes, I'm pulling strategy into this. I want this video to hit, but I'm also extremely passionate about my dance. I'm proud of it. So for me as a content creator in the niche of shuffling, I just make sure I put my time in as a dancer. And I fully believe that as long as I'm continuing to pour into my art and I hold that first and foremost, There's no way in heck that it's not going to show that in my videos. And I think Mm -hmm. energy speaks. So for me, like passion is number one. I think that's very clear. Never lose sight of why you're doing what you're doing. Like have fun. People say that all the time, but truly you have to make sure you're having fun. Otherwise it's going to show like your energy will just be low in your video. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so much back end though. So that balance of fully working for myself and understanding I had full accountability of my schedule um, was huge. So to this day, some people, you know, might have managers or some help, and I've just decided to take that full circle, but content creation is a lot. The editing mm-hmm. process, all of it, but uh, it's a big girl job. It's a big guy job, yeah.
1: And you've been doing the whole thing off of your phone so far, right? I saw that on one of your posts. You just recently yeah. got a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm talking off of right now, and I'm so proud of it. I tired of that, you know, I was, we all go through the iPhones, right? And early on, you know, when I spoke earlier about how I started on YouTube early, 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 I definitely just had a rinky dinky iPhone back in the day and growing up through the videos, through Instagram, all through my phone, I've just found the apps. I honestly have a lot of loopholes and it's been a lot of creative thinking to find the look that I'm looking for. Cause sometimes when I'm creating a shuffle video Maybe I want this part to zoom in for two seconds and then pull the video back out. And that's such a tiny layer that you can add to a video that you won't even probably see the first few times around. But I love doing little things like that. So even popping your video out for two seconds, it just takes quite a bit of editing, especially if you're on your phone. Um, mm-hmm. But it's possible. It's possible yeah. They really say <laughs> that you can work on your own with the Wi-Fi and a phone and they're not lying it just takes a lot of work
1: I mean that's what we're, we're we've got the bare minimum. Creation,
0: but a minimum. So like even just what we've done is yeah. like a lot and it it's is. like yeah. not like I don't even know how to explain it yeah because like yes I'm a barber but it's like that's not even what like uh, my page is used for no, you yeah. know what I mean you create content you create right. content you have a different audience like you I have content. I post barbering but like it's more so like like what goes into it for me. Exactly. I'm like, that's yeah. so fun for you me. And yeah. And how it it's ties just like my mind. online journal, honestly, Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, what do
0: you, and that's why like that you, uh, were saying if you are passionate about it, you believe in it. It's like, yeah, this is what I do every day. So that's mm-hmm. why it's fun. It's not working. It, it is authentic or whatever. Yeah. And you can tell Yeah, when sure. something is posed, like even we were taking photos yesterday and I was nervous. I was like, I don't want to look like a fucking teacher again like yeah trying to take a photo because like that you know like I don't want to like fake that I want to show me like Uh, who I
1: am Mm -hmm. that's what I want to put on display so we had our music
0: on we fucking were just bullshit for a while and like then all of a sudden that stuff just kind of happened yeah
1: we had our I guess this is technically our second photo shoot for our like podcast yesterday right and And the first one was an iPhone yeah the first one was off of an iPhone yep And this one, when she has
2: a camera and we, we set it up. We did. It was was a
1: photo shoot in my book. Okay.
0: I know
2: it is. It completely is. And that's so awesome. Yeah.
0: I believe in uh, the timing too. Like, you know, like even with the last one and now this one or the last interview that we did, but like, all like we were talking technology before this. Yeah. We saw 1111. 11, they're different numbers. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me just say that. It's crazy. Yes.
1: Yeah, so we're very big into all of the, like the numbers. And I see signs. Like, yeah, me
2: too. And I want to mm-hmm. like, just while my thought is still in my head, come off what you yes. said about how you're a barber, but your content tends to just be a little bit different. And that's, that's huge because for me, it was shuffling. Yeah. If we want to get really specific, I think about educational content, Viral content, which is nine to 12 seconds for me. I'm going outside to make short videos for a reason. And then finally, my passionate freestyle videos that I just, I appreciate myself and I know others do. So yeah, you start to think about what are the tree branches that you can build off of what you actually do, right? So yes, you can be a, sh- a shuffle influencer, which is also a new term, Um mm-hmm. But you know, start to get strategical, and for me, like educational content, I obviously really love to do that. So, right,
0: because I'm yeah. like people seeing literally photos of haircuts that I do all day. That's great. But now you're like, I'm trying to like project more so like my thoughts behind the chair, the fun that I'm having behind the yeah, chair. Exactly. The podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. We don't need a profile pic anymore oh. <laughs> of just skin fades and tape. Like, yes, they look good, and they're like, it's they fun to good. photograph like. I like that part of it, but I'm like, even I'm tired of looking yeah, at yeah, photos of, of my hair. I, I look at hair all day long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so I guess let's go back now into your shuffled journey because I, fo- ah, no, I started following you when you, I think we're at 10,000. Like I remember your ten thousand post. Like,
0: oh my po- gosh, that's crazy. <laughs>
1: So So isn't it wild when
0: people, the things that people remember about you and you're like, I never would have thought that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry.
1: And like, (laughs) and honestly, if I'm being like 100% honest, that's when I, when I was the very first person I ever saw shuffling was Mary Grace. And so she obviously very shapes like she looks like, that's kind of like more her, so her style is shaping. Um, And that's honestly kind of more what I do now. Um, and I don't know if that has something to do with it, but I would, that's kind of like where I was, I was like watching her shapes and you were the first person that I saw like doing like more Melbourne style and having that like hard, long running man. And I was just like, I didn't really, under, I was like, Oh my God, like, wow. Like I didn't, like, I didn't, I didn't understand that there was a difference. That was the first time that I saw the difference. And that's when I started following you. Um, and yeah. And so just kind of talk about your journey with shuffling and developing your style and how you've gotten up to where you are now, which you're, 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 you've are you're done really well. <laughs> thank
2: you, thank you. Well, that's, still, that's so crazy that you saw that 10K post. I still remember being around that number and where I was at as a shuffler. And so, yeah, when I first started shuffling, for me, it was um, coming off being a raver and going to festivals already. I think we all kind of start there. People usually start from the music or the festivals or the raves, or I found that they just find it on social media. Both mm-hmm. are great. I'm always curious on how people enter now. But uh, back in the day, that's how I started. And what's funny is, I actually have found a very old video of me. I was 14 years old and I was doing the running man. And I looked at that video and I was like, wow, you never know what mm-hmm. these full circle moments. So I started in early college, um, once again, coming off the festivals and the raves. The music, the love for the music was already there. I went to a festival here in Texas and I saw. Texas shufflers in person. And really that was it for me once I saw it in person. And I also saw a Melbourne shuffler. So the real Melbourne shuffler that I saw in front of my eyes is actually my roommate today. So let's talk about another full circle. (laughs) Her name is Bridget and her at name on Instagram is Brigady, B-R-I-G-G-I-D-Y. And I saw her shuffling and it's a different, it's different when you see it in person, like energy speaks. That's why I believe shuffle circles are so powerful, right? Because you have one person in the middle of the circle, and you're honoring their space, and it really is an energy transaction. I typically love to go after people that kill it because I have no other choice. You know, mm-hmm. if they just killed it, and I've I ate all, up all of your energy, I have to let it out myself, and it's nothing but inspiration. So I saw Bridget, and I saw another shuffler uh, named Max. And he's also, he's on Sideshow Shufflers. He's also in Texas. Amazing shuffler. And that was it for me. Also seeing, you know, inspirations on Instagram. So I started really, what really caught my eye early on was rocking. And I loved the style of people having that crisp motion on the ground because shufflers were gliders. We have this look of flowing across the ground that's Melbourne shuffling. And I just practiced and tried it out all on my own. There weren't tutorials out I will say what really helped me is I did join a shuffle crew early on and that is a huge part of my shuffle journey. When I first started out, you have to understand I'm coming from an athletic background. I'm coming from this cheer program where I love to compete. Not with other people, but with myself, but also with other people in a healthy manner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So got in that shuffle crew. I was mentored by Cali OG Shufflers at the end of the day. So Supa is the head of killer Stees, that's the shuffle crew i was on og shuffle crew og shufflers just really once again mentored me up and honestly you know killer stees has this classic look they're looking for those running man's, those t-steps those rockings so i was pushed to push myself and that was a great experience i was rocking with some great people for a while and then i would say we start to see these videos being created. And for me, I started to see Vanessa Secko really come out with these productions, you know, her and her brother, Augustine. Mm-hmm. And I was really inspired by that. And to me, I felt like they were the class I grew up with. We, we sort of talk about this sometimes. <laughs> me, Van, uh, Sterling was around, definitely Mary. I felt like we were the class that grew up together. And before us might've been like Tupul, Alina, and uh, Mary Grace was in that mix too. It's just wild. So then I started to mix that a little bit hybrid. Today I'm, I'm hybrid, but Melbourne Shuffling to me is just, that is where the release comes. It's so smooth, there's an art to it. And it is classic, it is more underground. You see more people doing it today, but all of it's beautiful, but definitely being in Texas and seeing it in person, because in Texas we do have Melbourne shuffling, more so cutting shapes. That's just like the way of the flow of how we work in the US. And also I was in Killer Steez, a crew early on. And I just know those were two big attributions to my style today. And yeah, I just found passion in that early. It was beautiful, yeah. I, like,
0: so I love this podcast for the simple fact that everything is relatable. Like I'm not a shuffler like you know there's I'm sure people who are listening who are not shoppers mm-hmm. or or they're not barbers or whatever but everything that you just said and that you said mm-hmm. uh like I relate to my barbering yeah. journey but you were saying how you're like oh you named two people and then you're like oh that's probably why I am the way that I am yeah. you were talking about all the people that you grew up with, you know, in the sense of shuffling and that's how you are, what you are. And me, I'm like, yeah. okay, all the people ask me, like, how do I cut the way I cut? I'm like, oh, cause this person, this person, mm-hmm. this person. And yeah. it's like, then talking about the class, it's so relatable. Cause yeah. it's like all the people that that's I watch, they like blew up. And I like, you know, yeah. like Taylor fate, like mm-hmm. I can, you know, name those. And I'm like, did I miss the wave or whatever? Yeah. So it's like and you're we're constantly like, fighting okay, that feeling you're like no, I'm just in the next class. We're That's sophomores. It. They just graduated. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all so relatable. And it's it's, it's really cool to see. But like I'm really happy like to hear like all the stuff that you know you've gone through and like how much knowledge you have about mm-hmm. your passion and mm-hmm. like you just following your heart and just hanging out with people. I like the quote. Um, <laughs> I'm one person, but I stand as like 30,000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, you're just a collection of, of your people. mom, your dad, yeah. your, your, the shufflers you watch or whatever. For sure.
1: Yeah. They all lead you. That's up to how the you moment. found
0: your style. Everyone's like, how do I found my style? How do I find?" <laughs> my-? I'm like, just keep doing you it. Just
1: do it. Just yeah. Keep, you just keep go going. Yeah. And you'll, you'll like what you like and yeah. that, and it'll show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'll just gravitate to what you like and it kind of will come easier. It'll come harder. Right. And like, for me, I, like I, I do more, I, do more like shaping and I kind of gravitate towards that but that's only because the way my mind works like I haven't feels good to you You, yeah it feels good to me but it's something that I could like I'm someone that like I can if I can look like if I can look at it and I can do it like shapes is more tight. like okay. five six seven eight and like Melbourne is more of a flow yeah and like you have to feel it and you see that in Melbourneers like you see them like you see it in their spirit you see that in their flow in their eyes and like when they're doing it in their arms like they're just flowing with the music and that's just something there's
0: precision that I sh- cutting exactly and there's no like, I can
1: see I can see the precision like, I can see yeah. the shapes and I'm like I can emulate that myself right like I can do that. And like with the flow, that's something I'm personally working towards more often. That's like what, that's my struggle. That's what I'm working at right now. Currently, um, is finding more of that type of thing. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I didn't, I never thought about it like that, of the classes, like when you said that, I was like, it's so true. Oh, no. (laughs) it's So I,
0: I think about it all the time, but like hearing how it is in a totally different niche Mm -hmm. What it's all the same, Yeah. everything is a system Mm -hmm. and like, you just got to go through what you 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 got to go through to get to to the next step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's really cool.
1: And the class before you like paves the way, and I guess it's a really good way to kind of go into, um, Sierra was just on stage at um, Hard, Fat, or Hard Summer, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us more about that experience because that's <laughs> never happened before. Like in hip hop and in others like music genres, there's dancers on stage with, that, yeah. with the artists, but like that doesn't necessarily happen in the EDM scene
2: until right now. <laughs> Yeah, um that's been so wild honestly I'm still reflecting on that and what really just happened um so yes we were officially the first shuffle dancers to go on a big fest on a big festival stage in the US for the first time ever it was choreographed it was a group thing and it was a project it was it was a job and okay so backtracking mm-hmm. I've been working with say my name a little bit so actually huge shout out to Sha my name shame my name yeah. say my name yeah. Cause he opened up that space and it was his decision first, but it took a while to develop that relationship between him and shuffling. I say a while, not even that long because he actually has a background of liking shuffling anyways. He's, a, he's also a hard style producer. And what's really funny is I heard his first hard style song ever and he showed me it on SoundCloud and the cover for it was actually a shuffler. Mind you, this is years ago, years ago so we instantly have this connection and it's I want to say this hard summer project has sort of been in the work for months because there's been constant conversation about what it would look like for something like that to happen and so I've definitely danced on stage before shuffling wise I know other shufflers have but what would a big project look like with the big choreography and just uh yeah so getting that project together was crazy for me I can say I was nervous, I can say all the emotions, but at the end of the day, I just personally trust so much in my dance. And also with the other girls, you know, we had so much talks going on. And for me, what was important is that we went in with a clear mind and with an objective of once again, circling back to the goal of always having fun, we would not be there. None of us dancers would be doing what we're doing if it wasn't our dance already, you know, like to really think about that, it's our dance. So all you have left to do is step into it. There was nothing left for any of us to do, but step into the choreo that we all learned together. And uh, I created that choreography. I was like, this has to be perfect. This has to be big. This is a stage performance. At that point, you have to adjust. I'm a Melbourne shuffler. I love Melbourne shuffling but you're on a big stage. You need to show the feet. You need to show the arms. So for me, I was stepping into my big dancer role because I've choreographed and instructed and coached dancers and cheerleaders for years. So for me, I was like, how can I transfer my, uh, my past career into this? So long story short, I feel like the moment was quick. It's, it was a snap of a fingers, but the success that I know it created and, what I know like the ripple effect is going to be simply gives me chills because there were people there watching that needed to be watching. We we showed the right people what we're capable of. For me, I wanted everyone to see our spirit, our talent, yes, but I also wanted them to see how easy it is to work with shufflers. No one needs to lift a finger because internally, Shufflers have it on lock. We're so in charge of our dance. And I just feel you can see examples of it. We're able to come together as a community and create things because we simply love to do it. So for me, that whole project was, this is just another dance that I'm doing with my friends. And truthfully, it will never stop being that. So that's what that big project was. But yeah, on paper, that was the first ever choreographed dance in the US. Extremely proud of that. Um, extremely proud to lead that project, and everyone was just really proud of us, pleased by it. The like the hype was real, and it's it was a completed project. I'm very proud of that, and the girls are happy. And I think it's just going to open up open up things for the future. And I know that for mm-hmm. a fact. It's not even like this wishful thinking. It's a fact, you know. Right. The shuffle industry is so new. Um, So many things are created, and this is in conversations in my emails with brands. This is not just that one project I had at Hard Summer. That is one of many conversations where people have their eyes open. They see our dance. They see the talent. And as long as we all hold on to our dance, I'm not worried about anything. We're all so amazing. It blows my mind. But that was huge. That was huge, and I will never forget it. I'll remember it for the rest of my life. It's wild. So yeah, awesome. It was, it was freaking crazy,
1: and like the video was just so like so cool, like with all of the lights behind them. I was just like ah, like I I watched it a million times. <laughs> I mean, it
0: should be a show, you yeah. know. You're talking like with like a DJ. Right? I don't. Yeah, yes, like, no, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I think that because like you love the well me personally mm-hmm. i love the videos like from behind when you can see all the lights and them doing their thing yeah, yeah. so i'm like throw some people up yeah some great great <laughs> people but like you know make it a whole thing yeah exactly. like shine the light it's on everyone show. it's a production it mm-hmm. makes it like then like you see other people feeling that spirit or whatever mm-hmm. like you're in the crowd you're like yeah i feel it i feel it but then somebody else showing you how you feel you're like oh my god this shit's intense yeah
1: yeah it was awesome <laughs> Um. So how I guess. Talk. I, I think I've asked you this on one of your um lives one time, but we just mentioned like speaking to brand stuff. So like obviously as part of being an influencer and content creator, you deal with a lot of brands. Um. And how did you come? I say I asked you this already, but we'll ask it again. How? So for someone wanting to kind of get into that space. How do they go about contacting a brand the first time? And how do they go about like establishing a price to where it's, it's fair for them as well as fair for the brand that they're trying to work with?
2: Yeah, so for me, it's just like, um, so brands, yeah. Honestly, a lot of brands are starting to just like really direct emails. Like if you can just tell a brand who you are and what your objective is, that's gonna work out. Cause you're talking to another human on the other end, right? And if you're just simply pitch exactly what you're looking for, um, that usually reaches. Whereas, I mean, I still get them too, and it's even on the other end, brands will message me, you know, they want to work together, but they don't follow me. I've never gotten any engagement and it's, it's a dry message. Like I know they're not seeing my content and I know they're probably just trying to put their product in everyone's hands. I don't do those, nor would I think a brand would do that with an influencer, you know, um so first of all you you really want to think about what aligns with you and and do it the right way and do it authentically I will say numbers matter but there also is magic in micro influencing which by definition micro influencing can be defined by 10k or under or I know some people have even said like 20k or under it doesn't really matter but there's magic in in all the numbers so I think step one, you really want to like look at your numbers and what they mean, look at what your posts are meaning so there's so many tools online you can be like what's my engagement rate, go look at that. Um, What is, what is my average likes, what are my average comments, those are things to look at too. average views just all your stats, like all your stats and then you can build a media kit. So your media kit can have those stats. Um, you can also have your rates on paper, and I'll talk about rates in a second. And then finally, you can talk about the brands you've worked with. And you don't need to list them all. You can just put the most prominent logos. So I, I've put Jack in the Box logo, Steve Madden logo. Like, I just put the cool, shiny logos. And that's it. You can also have different media kits for different reasons, you know, like there's so many things. And these are all things that you can learn on the internet. That's what's beautiful. Like I have my marketing degree, but I don't need it. Anyone can do what I do and they can do it better um, if you just put in the work online. So look at your numbers, build a media kit, then decide who you really want to reach out to. In the beginning, you might do free work. It just is what it is. I definitely did a lot and brands can just send me things and And i say those things too but i'm also like no set a standard um so just to give an idea whenever i close deals right now for shuffling i understand that what i'm closing with is setting the standard for people below me so i do try and shoot as high as possible while while also being realistic in the influencer world if you have at least 100k followers you should definitely be minimum a thousand dollars a post. Um, some people just don't understand that. Some people will charge 5k a post. I saw someone say that they've charged 10k a post and they had about 60 K followers on Instagram. It depends wow. if you work with a small brand or a big brand in the shuffle niche though, once again to get more insight, I'm finding myself mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. And I'm finding myself working with artists and I'll probably promote their song through a shuffle video. And so I like working with small people, small brands, sometimes here and there, local. So that's a sacrifice I'm taking sometimes, but not really, that's just what I enjoy. But um, develop a rate, rates card, develop a media kit. All of these things you can Google, to be honest. It completely varies. Um, it's just so hard to say because we talk about the shuffle industry being so new because it's so new. But we also have to understand influencer marketing is so new as well. 2015 is really is really when it started popping off. So, which is also why I believe it's a popular topic to talk about on TikTok. Um, I'm all over marketing TikTok, and you are finding people just focus on the niche of influencer marketing and teaching others how to micro influence. So I'm even interested in that. You know, um, I'm in the mix of all of this, but yet I'm still learning too. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: awesome. I mean I think
2: it's important to learn because it's
1: it helps you keep doing what you want to do you know oh, what absolutely. I mean it's like you can't you I want to I got my degree in event management and I, although I still think I'm going to you I know I'm going to use it somehow it's going to work into all of this but what I'm doing right now and what's because of the pandemic and they're not being that many events up until now that they're finally starting to come up again I'm shuffling and that's what I'm doing right now and I that's what I'm passionate about and that's what I like to do and I don't want to serve forever. You know what I mean? So in the meantime, while I'm here, while I'm trying to figure out everything else, like I want to see how I can, and I'm teaching classes or like, and now I'm doing one once a week. So how can I go up to twice a week and how can I market that? How can I market the class? And like, and it all has to do with social media, you know, like as that's, that's the way you grow when you're doing something like in this creative field.
2: Right. Um, And your page can even be your resume. And that's, what's crazy to me uh, in your client, your first client is yourself. And, um, and yeah, social media is crazy. It's free marketing in a sense. Yes, you have to pay to play. You know, you can create a budget just to push a post for your class, maybe and push it out in your city. But it is still free marketing. And right now video is popping off. So if if you want to be a creator, if you just simply want to have fun creating videos, and you want to see what it can do with numbers, if you're not already making reels or TikToks, I don't know why you're not. When you literally have the app telling you this is what we're pushing out, aka video. Um, so listen. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's
1: telling you what to do. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're doing too. We're trying to figure that out with the podcast. Like what what content we want to put out and how but we're
0: also the audience.
1: You yeah. Know? Exactly. So if you just
0: sit back one night and scroll yeah. through social media as people should scroll. Yeah. And like whatever speaks to you is like, mm-hmm. okay, I like this video. Like me, I go straight to the fucking Reels tab. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. So it's like, okay, I should I should post a reel. Yeah, that's what we yeah. <laughs>
1: I think we're actually—is it t- have we posted a reel on our podcast yet?
0: Today I don't is think gonna be the so. first one. Yeah, yeah. today
1: we're, we finally made a reel for the podcast. So Yay. It's out, So it's like,
0: <laughs> But no, like content creation is crazy because like you know you think so hard about like one mm-hmm. thing, but it's like honestly, like when people—if you look at how often people are posting, mm-hmm. it's like they're posting a couple of reels in a week. Like mm-hmm. they're posting like. 50-something times, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, insane, Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's, like, you got to be ahead of the curve, or else you're just going to be exhausted, not wanting to do that yeah. shit, I need a break, yeah, mental wow. health, all that, it's, like, yeah, just separate, but, like, uh, you know, keep having fun, mm-hmm. and that's what it is, you can, people can see you when you're having fun, yeah, 100 mm-hmm. percent, yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead,
2: that's so- it, really, the yeah. last thing about that, like, content creation, um, creating the content, yeah, is step number one, you can make batch content and what a lot of people do is a content day with friends if you're looking to make collaborative content, which goes into my personal tree branch of viral content, that content just does good. People love seeing people collaborate. Consumers love seeing people that. So you could just get together with friends four hours a day, use your first hour, hour and a half to build five to six concepts. And that can be five to six trends that you've seen recently on TikTok, short videos, and then you go out and film in different spots. For me though, I don't always feel like making content. I think that's a huge misconception. So I take a lot of inspired action. If I wake up feeling like doing something, then I go do it. I go do it on the spot because obviously I have that feeling right now. I don't feel it all the time. Mm
1: -hmm. And then to
2: prepare for that, I just have a list of fresh content that I can make. So I will consume. And I love how you say, yeah, we should be consuming. I agree. Um, I like to consume intentionally and see what's popping off in that moment. And if I see a video and I, if I click, I'm like, oh, I can spin off this trend into a shuffle.
1: Right.
2: Um, I'll take that video and put it in my notes. And then once again, when I wake up one day and I'm like, this is the day I feel like making content. I feel like doing the makeup and today's the day to dance. Um, I'll go make a batch content. And that's how people pretty much survive. Right. <laughs> keep yeah. It going. Yeah. You see a lot of people do that. You gotta stay ahead that's of it. It's a lot. It. Yeah.
0: But like, it's fun, you know, exactly. you just gotta, yeah. that balance and like knowing your schedule or like, even like just having like an outline for mm-hmm. the podcast that like, that would just set your mind so much more straight mm-hmm. or our mind, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like sure, it, little things that will just help you. And then, yeah, taking that inspiration as it comes, mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to do this now. And like, make use of it. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's, I definitely... I have trouble doing things in batch because once I get it like I post I post it like an hour after I make it
0: you know what I mean yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah like I haven't been able to like I my post my haircuts it. like
0: months later
1: See, no, I because then I start looking at it and then I start like self-critiquing and then I start like oh my like maybe it's not gonna get too well and it's not gonna get engagement whatever, and then I start like getting in my head so like I just like do it and I'm like I'm like whatever it's out it's done and that's it so I need to i don't well that's just how i've been doing it so i need to get better at like having things and like so i have things to post like throughout the
0: week because then you don't feel like oh my god i need something i need something and then you're gonna create something that's not authentic or you're like trying too hard or whatever you know Mm -hmm. it's just that that feeling sucks it's not Mm -hmm. like it might not do well or whatever but you felt like shit Mm -hmm. the entire time trying to make (laughs) it (laughs) like yeah. yeah that's not cool
1: um. So I get what time? Is
0: yes, we have like two more
1: minutes. So really quick. Um, I guess just how if you could go back to I guess Sierra at 10K, what would you, like from all I know you've been through a lot this year and like what you've had a lot of lessons and what would you tell her and what would you tell other people who are kind of starting out in their journey, um, and shuffling or whatever it is, whether it, yeah. whatever their journey is, like what would you tell them?
2: Yeah. You know, my journey with shuffling has been so similar to what like a journey of life would be. The dance for me has been a lesson in itself and treating the dance like that, I think is important. So if I could go back to Sierra with 10 K, I would just tell her to keep pushing on. And I feel like that's what I've done, but I don't think I understood what it was becoming until quarantine or late quarantine. So late. Even I
0: at that point, what Mm -hmm. shuffling was, you know, I was
2: like, yeah, yeah, I think for me, like, the dance was always passionately number one, and then from there, it just naturally uh, grew, so, I feel like I would just go back to her and tell her, hey, you don't know what the future holds, but like shuffling is going to get really popular, girl. So like build a business off of it. I, if anything, I would have built a business a little bit earlier, but then again, I'm like, no, like timing is divine. Mm-hmm. And for everyone else, focus on your dance, focus on that passion. As long as that baby is elevating high, like you and your mind and your relationship with your dance, everything else will flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes back to yeah, creating a system, being organized. You can build so much off of it but like just having that mm-hmm. relationship with your dance i also like to say that the better you know yourself the better your the better you know your dance so the most common question i get from students is how do i find my flow mm-hmm. and my answer to that is well first of all you need to be diving into your freestyles you know your freestyles will feel clunky at first you'll trip over your feet you might not know what to do but every mistake is a new move And I've done that a million times where I've just fall, but I catch myself because of my reflexes and that becomes like a new move, a new pause. And um, just keep on dancing, keep on finding your flow, find the music that makes you feel good and express to that. Continue to be an extension of the sounds. Be proud of your dance. Um, Also, even when you feel like no one's watching, I promise people are. Yeah. feel like no one's listening. I promise people are. You are inspiring people that will never let you know. You know, I've received DMs. It gives me chills because I received a DM one time and it sticks with me. It was someone telling me that I helped save their life two years prior. And between then and now I received nothing from them, no messages, but two years later, they let me know their whole testimony and how I helped them through that and for 2 years you know we didn't have that relationship but yet we did you know my dance just spoke um things like that you were inspiring people without even realizing it so continue dancing on whatever happens happens but uh, also have a plan this is just a life tip you have to have a plan if you don't have an action plan where are you headed if you have these dreams and these visions and if you know you're destined for greatness i believe you i am too but there has to be a plan in action otherwise you will always be chasing that feeling of what's next but if you have those uh, benchmarks to meet, that's awesome. And then that's when we talk about SMART goals. Go Google it. SMART is an acronym, S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, all these things, right? Your goals just have to be extremely clear. That's basically what I'm saying. So if it comes to you know within your dance, your dance can always be a passion, but you can also do stuff with your dance, whether that's teaching in your community, whether that's throwing meetups, those things personally give me so much life um Mm
1: -hmm. so once
2: again the better you know yourself the better you know your dance it it just goes hand in hand so really like the dance lesson for me has been a life lesson Mm -hmm. um it's wild yeah I that's
0: awesome yeah yeah Mm -hmm. totally relatable um
1: and Yes, for one, since we're very big on manifestation and speaking things, and so that's what you would tell yourself back then. What, it's, what is something that you would tell your future self or what's something that you're manifesting and you're pushing for right now, currently?
2: In this moment, like, what am I manifesting yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Um, I am manifesting, I'm just, I want to expand my knowledge and just not expand my knowledge. Well, yes, that too. I'm always a student but also pour that out to more people. Like if I can just have access to more people and that's gonna look like more classes and uh, traveling to do more workshops in person. Um, I'm just ready to outpour what I know that way it's just out there to have. And as long as I can do that and connect with more dancers and just share the space of what this dance means, I know to so many other people and what it also means to me That's just my next goal when it comes to this dance Um, career wise. I see myself always being in a creative space. I don't know if that's going to stay in the shuffle industry. I don't know what's going to happen, but I just have this idea that I'm going to manifest a creative life, a a life of freedom. I enjoy speaking. I've considered, you know, just wanting to do public speaking in some way and And that's basically it. I have financial goals that I kind of manifest, but I don't have like a huge clear picture of what's going to happen from here on out because Mm -hmm. I don't know, but if anything, I'm, I've learned to really trust the process. Mm -hmm. And as long as I, and this is a promise to myself, as long as I try my very best and whatever I'm doing, that's where I kind of just let go. And I do trust the process. So for me, I'm just manifesting good fortune. Just staying focused on my daily goals, my daily tracks, and that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm just manifesting good relationships, good fortune. I know that might be a little cheesy, but not really. No, know, not, not, at <laughs> not, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> as long as my <laughs> daily, <laughs> weekly, especially out here on, on the side.
0: right place. Yeah, now.
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. But I just really want want to like harp go back to what you said about like, you don't really know where you're going because I'll get this podcast is the our way podcast. We have people on here who are doing things that are not typically like the nine to five, which there's nothing wrong with that. We haven't spoken to anybody but who knows where they're going. Exactly. no, then that's what I wanted to like point out was just like none of no one that's been on this podcast necessarily knows exactly what I they're called doing
0: my mom in the future. <laughs> um, with a mental breakdown this week. And I was like, I don't know what it is. I was like, I'm at a really great point in my life. I'm happy. I'm not financially struggling. Like, I mean, obviously I'm not We're where always, I want to yeah, be, of course, yeah. but like, I it's okay. okay. I can sleep at night. You know what I mean? Bills are paid. And I was like, is that the problem? And I was like, are things like, it like, w- like, what is yeah, it? And yeah. it's like, she's like, like, I want to get better, but like, I don't, I don't
1: want to stay, you're yeah. scared of staying comfortable. She's like, like
0: Katie, you're just simply too hard on yourself <laughs> you're literally causing this stress to yourself yeah you know so like yeah
1: it's just that feeling of knowing that you're ready for that next step but not knowing but what that step is
0: but also it's like I know that I'm ready but all, like I learn every day if I would have got handed the opportunities that I'm asking for when I asked for them, what, 10 months ago? I'm like, oh no. And then, so then it's like, are
2: you really ready? And then it's It's like, back to the lessons. (laughs)
0: Back to
2: the lessons. No, I love that. And I guess the last point I want to tell everyone is it's not about the speed. It truly is about the direction. Yeah. and as long as you're headed in the right direction for yourself, that just goes back to knowing yourself. You're gonna exactly. be fine. Yeah. There's no rush. Time is uh, fake, anyways. <laughs> it literally is. Time
1: not. <laughs> is not real good. Exactly. Time is not. Um, this guy that I follow, Jesse. It's wrinkles excellent. are. <laughs> um, actually, a public speaker, which I think you would do great at public speaking. And yeah. Because you're a great speaker. I, I've always like gravitate towards your lives, and we're I mean, in your own clubhouse, and all of that um but Jesse Itzler he is a public speaker and he a motivational speaker and he just turned 53 yesterday and he was like I've had a great 53 years of childhood like
2: <laughs> yeah. yep mm-hmm. always stay curious and always have a childlike innocence and you will mm-hmm. always- oh yeah you can start something completely new
0: like you're yeah
2: I I at wanted I was age, gonna say 40s but I'm like that's
0: young like that's 60s young. that's young 70s yeah, that's young like you, you can yeah, start at any time dude and that
1: was something that i struggled with so that that's why like i always like i said I saw mary grace and I was like well i'm too old for like I can't start i can't start dancing now like i'm 21 I was 21 and now I'm almost 25 and I'm like ah. but like I was like oh, i can't start it now like people who've been dancing like i always had this like but like i don't know the word of I can't think Passionate. of it right now but no like I always saw dancers and I'm like oh they've been dancing since they were 12 so like Ooh. that's just something you have to start when you're young and then like I like didn't think that you could start it Please as see that that. And then the, an adult yeah, yeah. and you just and you have to get over that you're just oh too yeah old. You're get over it do old. what
0: you want be happy
1: yeah I'm yeah. your number one fan go for it
0: <laughs> So like let's go
1: I was telling that to everyone yesterday at the shuffle meetup they're talking about someone was talking about um wanting to start YouTube, but like thinking they're And I'm like, No, I'm your biggest fan,
0: go for it. Dude, literally, my coworker was like, I heard that you have a podcast. And I was like, make one, bro. Yes, like, nobody it. judging you besides <laughs> yourself. Have fun. Exactly. Shit's cool. We laugh all day long. All day long. Like it, it's fun. It's a lot of fun.
1: And it makes everything else go like the normal life and like day to day life so, so, much much easier. Easier.
0: <laughs> so much easier. So much easier. Hard to begin with, mm-hmm. we make it as we make it hard, yeah. But
1: all right, well, yeah, thank you, you so much for anything that. Anything else? Any other tidbits or anything? I'll leave it open really quick.
2: <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. that, that is what the journey has basically been for me so far. Just learned so much over the years, and I've also found that, yeah, I know everyone has a personal testimony and everyone goes through things. Um, but I'll say 20, early 2019 was a really tough time for me. And then recently, it's been a tough time, the past six months, the mm-hmm. two hardest times in my life. But yet I've seen the, like there's nowhere else to go but back into my dance. Uh-huh. So in both of those times, I could see that things have grown. So highs and lows are very real in this life. You know, If you just take a step back and take a bird's eye view at your life. I love doing that. You'll notice the highs and the lows. So I was in Bora Bora, but yet I was struggling really bad with uh, someone in my family. You know, I was dancing on stage at Hard Summer, but I just lost someone that I love so deeply. These highs and lows will speak to you if you just have your eyes open and also have your ears open. Just be a student of life, be a student of the dance. And you have no other choice but to succeed. If you just have good intentions, if you have the law of action going into play, you'll have manifestation naturally. You know, energy can be manipulated. Life is wild. I don't want to get too woo-woo. Actually, I don't care if I do or I don't. But but it's not even woo-woo, it's just facts. Um, Play with your life, enjoy it, be a child. I love how you said that. I love walking through life with this childlike innocence and as far as dancing i just hope to meet more people over these next few years and see what happens i will be doing a shuffle tour i haven't even announced that on my instagram Um, that's a big deal for me i just want to have that connection with people and like i said just outpour community collaboration creativity are all my driving factors so gonna continue to pour into that and I think that's pretty much it you know I just hope to meet more people over these over this time and just enjoy dancing I'm just gonna stay connected with everyone
1: make sure you hit up Orlando on that tour because I know you'll have a you'll have a full <laughs> class I already know it <laughs> I'll
2: be coming through Florida I love Florida so are you
1: coming to EDC Orlando
2: I am yes
1: yeah!
2: <laughs> yes girl the festivals have been popping wow. off
1: so that'll be my first festival back since i have never been to a festival as a shuffler because i started in quarantine
2: oh my god you will always mostly most likely find the shuffle circles in the back right of the stage it's so funny yeah. people like back right but yeah i'm yeah. gonna say
1: oh tell everyone your instagram your tiktok where they can find you if they want to connect with you
2: Yeah, guys, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube with my government name, (laughs) Sierra Castro. You spell it C-I-A-R-A Castro, C-A-S-T-R-O. And I do finish my at name with a underscore because someone else already took the other one.
1: (laughs) That was actually the very first Sabrina Fernandez on Instagram because my, and then I made a new account for like shuffling and stuff but like the one I had in high school, it's Sabrina Fernandez. Someone tried to
0: pay me money for my name. I was going <laughs> to change mine back to like my name. Cause uh, I'm like, nobody can really find, if they want to find yeah. me, it's under Orlando Barber or tapered, tapered love. love. I'm like, it's not your name, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm like, also who knows how to spell my last name? No one. So it's Patrick like, Kirk. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get a name taken yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> um But thank
1: you so much, Sierra. This was awesome, everyone. Thank you for listening. This was so like, great. Like, comment, subscribe. So, oh, I did it this time. Share, share, subscribe, 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 all, the do all the things. <laughs> and bye, and love you, bye.
0: Love you. Bye.